from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to exploring American history. We are the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, relentless patriot Frank. Hey guys, okay, we're back. We're probably going to stay on a little bit later. Uh, well, we were just talking about the thoughts on government from the Constitution, and we were just talking about uh, the Constitution a little bit more uh, in terms of the Civil War and how we can apply it to today's standards. I'm taking this full-fledged, and matter of fact, I'm willing to take on any one of these major conservatives or surface conservatives that care so much about the Constitution, but yet will never read from it and will never stand up for it. And you know what the crazy thing is, right? You're going to love this. They're, so again, like, I won't say who, but like, I think everyone pretty much knows what I'm talking about. There's this big one who their group or, you know, going on about being this patriotic group and like this new, you know, referring to a new America, this and that, that group, they ban posts with the Confederate flag. Any of the um, CSA flags or any of, um, you know, wh whatever you call like the, uh, any of the CSA national flags, the battle flags are not allowed. Usually it's a battle flag they refer to. Um, which is funny because those who say that, I went to multiple rallies with the first national flag and not a single person had recognized the first national flag. They said, oh, I love your revolution flag. And they even give out stickers. So they do that. They ban that. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're the party of free speech. And then one of them mentioned, one of the men who I'm not going to mention, but he said something like, I'll defend monuments and this and that um, unless they're offensive. However, his actions have said otherwise when in other posts it was proven he was not for Confederate monuments, not for our veterans monuments honoring their service and their families. Because that's what it is. And the fact that um, what I really love is that one of my SCV brothers brought up a great point during SCV chat. Someone asked him a question during the Q&A, and it said, what political party or politicians support our, our heritage? And he goes, I am not going to touch that question with a 10-foot pole, and for good reason, because very few have outright supported it. President Trump had supported our monuments. His son supports our monuments. Other than that, we've gotten, like, nothing George Bush was against Confederate monuments, and so was his brother. They actually started this whole cancel culture thing. And then Nikki Haley, who's one of the biggest rhinos, the way she handled that case was so unacceptable. She made it about the Confederacy. So what happened with that one horrible incident? It's a horrible incident. What happened? Instead, they honored the killer. People now remember him as the rebel flag person. They blame the rebel flag. I'm like, wait a minute. The rebel flag did not make him do squat because there was far more people that fly this flag out of love and if they really dug in deeper, they would have found out that person was not only mentally ill, had a horrible family upbringing, and also was abusing drugs like marijuana and abused, uh, what was it, one of the drug centers that were giving out methadone or something. So how come they attacked the rebel flag, but they didn't attack marijuana legalization, drug use, things like that, broken homes? It's all hypocritical None of that got nonsense. Just our we don't know that. It's all hypocritical nonsense. And that's what, that's what this country is... Um, you know, kind of steered its its sails into, and it's very hard to weather the storm now. It's not it's not everyone's fault, but I want to say it is. You know, people got to start understanding what the Confederates were about, and what true American history was about, and how people decide together, together, to stand up for what's right. I love it, Rob. Beautiful. I will help you join uh, if you want to, because we would love to have you. It would be an honor to have you in the SCV, because the more veterans that we have uh, part of a group, it's amazing. I mean, you're going to be surrounded by community because we all care about one another. And that's the thing is that out of all the groups that I've been part of, I have to say that the SCV has to be the group that I genuinely feel care about 
110%. It's like, you, you know, because we all love our families, but our families don't always support, you know, patriotism or aren't always involved. You're able to go to the SCV and like, you feel respected. You feel like that you're all one big family. You can go out, like have a drink or two and it's just a great time. Man, I'll tell you, I hang my bike all separate, all different ways, mainly with the stars being, if you're hanging on the wall, start the on on this side. I don't put the flag. If that flag was to go in my truck, would be find a normal way like it's supposed to. Let me, you know what, uh, Rob, before you got on live here, um, you said something very important that you support both the Confederate flag and the American flag. We know the reasons why we all support the Confederate flag, right? But mm-hmm. why do you support the American flag as well? Because, um, you know, we know the history a little bit. Um, we do support unity of the states, but how they became uh, united, per se, wasn't exactly a clean history, right? But what what is your interpretation? Yeah. With the American flag... Um, I've always supported the American flag, even as a child, even way before military, even way before joining fire department and all that. Um, my grandfather was a Confederate soldier. Wow. And he was the only one that made it home alive. He died... Maybe 12, 13 years ago, he was 96. That is amazing. Talk about being a part of history. Yeah. Um, He is actually the one that gave me this flag before he died. He gave you an American flag. This is coming Mm -hmm. from a Confederate soldier. Mm -hmm. He supported the American flag. He supported law enforcement. Of course, he supported that flag there. Um, I want to show that he supports the American flag after everything that the South went through and him being a Confederate soldier. Yeah. It's just that you want to talk about true patriotism, true love of country, regardless of, of the history. This is, this is my battle flag. Still folded up, still the same. That's right. It was when I got home. Unbelievable. Now, uh, were you, you weren't wounded in, in combat or were you? I forgot to, uh... Um, when the lamb, when we ran there to lay in mine, I messed my leg up a little bit. And I have a limb when I walk. My leg, um, one leg is bigger and longer than the other from the explosion. I'm sorry, um, but you know, at least you could say that it came out a lot better than what happened to your brothers. Yeah, you know, it's it's it was a long battle, but I'm still fighting this battle. I'm actually still moving around. I'm actually moving around a lot better than I was. And we hope you recover. You know, tenfold. Based upon all the things that you had to go through, so, and this is what I'm saying. Isn't... No, no one, no one appreciates veterans. No one appreciates even, even like, like I said, the history, of the history of the Civil War, the veterans back then, and how the veterans of back then 
in the Confederacy care more about the veterans today. Like, like Vin said, the sons and daughters of the Confederacy actually do a lot more work than the VA does. Be honest. Mm -hmm. So this is my bad leg. Every morning when I get up, I actually have to pick this leg up and move it because my muscles won't let me do it on its own. And I will show you. I don't usually do this on live, but I will show you. So I'm gonna show you a little bit of a different difference here. Actually, I'm turn my big light on. So this is the normal one you get. This one's twenty times bigger. Are you dealing with a uh, certain swelling? Or is that an actual, oh, yeah. like, um, what happened during the injury? Did you have a, a pretty bad a toss -up? Um, From what the military nurse told me when she saw me, that my leg bone was going through this knee straight out. Because oh. apparently the blast from... The landmine sent me or sent me flying in there, and I landed on this kneecap. Eesh. Oh gosh! I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry, but it's kind of hard to see it. But there's actually, I don't know if you can see it, but there's actually like a what appears to be a knot there from where the bone went. You know, when I when I see stuff like that, or I see someone with a missing leg or arm or whatever, it's just like you can't. <laughs> everyone thinks their life is so bad, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. In comparison, I don't think so. You know. Yeah. I um. You know, between yeah, history and the gun rights and 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 the, and the and the liberalism, everyone complains, 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 but yet. No one has done a damn thing. My favorite is they want to give resources to illegals, but our yes. veterans who have, they put their life on the line. And I tell people, a veteran is a human being. It's a person. They're not aware of, you know, what hidden agendas behind the military or who's telling them what to do. They come in with great principles. They come with great intentions. They want to help. There's no mm -hmm. ill intention. And that's like what I try to get people to understand. They put their lives in the line, they get injured, and they come home, and they get nothing from the VA. They get no resources. But tell me the crazy thing. Someone who illegally crosses the border, who comes here with bad intent, who could be harboring drugs and, or worse things, they get more resources than us. And that's what I really don't understand. They get jobs before, like, you know, we the people. Yeah, I mean, look, look what Governor Murphy did alone. If you want to talk about what the northern states did to the slaves back then, they're doing, a they're doing the same things, but to, to we the people. To we the patriots, to we the southerners, right? They're, they're, he's allowing legal immigrants to get jobs before us. Like Vin said, he's allowing them to uh, license have different career paths right away, all paid for. So if they wanted to be a banker, if they wanted to be an accountant, nurse, if they wanted to even be a business owner, they get all free business training, a a a, a free social security network asset, mm -hmm. access or numbers. And they can basically get free driver's licenses and free health care on top of that. Nothing's free, obviously, but that's what they get for being victims from their own country. But meanwhile, our taxes are paying for that. And um, 
It's the same bullyism, the same mm -hmm. propaganda, same northern nonsense. And yet they're directing it to them instead. Mm -hmm. You know, Jimmy, you would like this, my buddy. Oh, very nice. So there's something special about this knife that I don't show a lot to a lot of people. The rebel flag is, or the rebel flag is on the handle, mm -hmm. but you got the blade. Nice. As oh, very nice. Red, white, and blue awesomeness. Please tell everyone where you got that so we can get one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all would like one, let me know ahead of time. I actually know a company that makes them. Make sure you guys reach out to Rob. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I will definitely be sure to, because that is badass. Mm -hmm. he, he, he make, he's been making some new ones. He's got some new ones that have the rebel flag on the blade and the American flag handle. Interesting. Reverse mm -hmm. the order. Pop it out. Good old-fashioned rebellion. Boom. Everyone's but like I said, if y'all want one, these are some of these are spring-loaded and some aren't. This one is. Reload is badass. And you got your glass breaker, seatbelt cutter, and actually this lip right here that yes. I found out the other day is a bottle opener. Show us the uh, cigar cutter. Where's that? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> the cigar cutter. <laughs> <laughs> they all cool. That is so neat. But, but it's pretty clean. He did a pretty good job on it. I love especially it. Especially on the blade. No, but he's he's got them he's got them with the teeth. If you all want the teeth, or you just want a straight blade, you know. The, the, here's the important part of uh, getting to know your southern brothers and sisters, everyone. That they're not bad people. They, they're very caring and loyal to their country, and to both north and south. Which is the funny part. You figure they would be like, "Oh, we're never gonna, you know, be united together ever again." And, no, there's Confederates all over the north. There's grave sites, there's burial monuments. I mean, Vin, could, could you tell everyone about the, how there's, you know, slavery site after slavery site after burial monument after burial monument after captured war soldiers and monuments that were kind of covered underneath the Statue of Liberty? Yes. So uh, one of the interesting things, and I always need, because there's so many different camp names, so... I apologize right. for not memorizing the exact one, but if you look it up, the Statue of Liberty is on the site of one of the northern prisons that held Confederate veterans. I'm blanking on the camp name right now, and I apologize, uh, but that camp was completely covered over. Statue of Liberty was on top. There is no monument. There is no... They don't teach about it during the tour, so if you take no, the Statue of Liberty, which is a hallmark tour if you're from Jersey City or New York... You do the tour of Ellis Island, the Statue of Liberty, and all this. They don't teach about it actively, so it just kind of like gets left by the wayside. It's facts that people forget. The Supreme Court was also another area where there was a Civil War prison, uh, northern, that held Confederate veterans. That got built over. There's no mention. There's no marker. Um, other places, like there's one, I want to say it's up north somewhere, and I, there's a really good book that I tell people this. If you donate to the Georgia Sons of Confederate Veterans, you can ask them. It could be something as little as a dollar. They'll give you a copy of a book called Prison Pens of the North, and it has so much factual information that, you know, they covered the Civil War prisons and, like, what's there and all of this stuff. And it puts things in perspective because people always assume, that, oh, Confederacy, you know, they had, uh, which technically it's uh, Camp Sumter, 
which is what they call Andersonville. They consider that one of the, the worst, uh, you know, Civil War prisons. But however, they leave out the fact that for Southerners, we did the best we could with the resources we had. There was food, but food blockades. We had rations. Guess what? The prisoners that we held there were given rations. It's not like we were starving them. We gave them what we had, and we were starving. Nutritional disease was huge, especially if you read Captain Sally. It covers the fact that in the town, you you know, see how the war starts off, and then you hear about how it goes on when they had the food, food blockade, the resources blockade. You had to scavenge. If you were lucky in those uh, northern prisons, by the way, which the north had resources, you were, you were denied the right to clothing. You were kept out in the freezing cold, which a lot of these southerners were not used to the weather. They either froze to death, they got arthritis, they, it was horrible, or they were given rats. If you were at a very good prison, you were given the option of rats, cat, or dog. So that was what prisons were like in the north, not taught about whatsoever. If you do uh, U.S. History 1 and 2, they only teach about what they call Andersonville, which is not even the right name for that prison. So that occurs. And what happens was some of the monuments, if you're lucky— like we have Fort Delaware, there is a Confederate monument in New Jersey that has a Union monument. And Union soldiers buried a few feet away from the Confederate monument, which is huge. It's a gorgeous monument. And we have um, all the names listed of the men who died, who starved or passed on at Fort Delaware. Some of the people there were not just Confederate veterans, but for example, the United Orders of the Confederacy in New Jersey, their chapter is the Isaac... W.K. Handy chapter, and Isaac Handy was a reverend. He was a priest. He was visiting family uh, up north from the south, and, you know, they're at a dinner party, and they have stars and stripes. He makes, uh, you know, a joking comment, you know, uh, about the flag, and there was a collective gasp, and what happened was they knew he was southern. You could literally hear the food fall off the forks and the spoons. They made another comment. He goes, no, I'm a southerner, and I stand by it. Well, a day or two later, they had him arrested. You know, turned him in. Police came to his house. That was staying in there took him to Fort Delaware. They said, Isaac, sign the oath of allegiance, you know, and, you know, we'll let you out. And he goes, no, I'm sorry. I'm a true Southerner. That's where my heart is. He bravely stood by his beliefs as a true Southerner, went throughout the whole prison sentence, didn't sign, and ended up getting released. And the rest is history. But his great-great-granddaughter, great-great-granddaughter no, is the chapter leader, and she continues his legacy today, which is incredible because, you know, she's in her 80s, and not many people are listening to stories like this when we should be. I think that his book would be an excellent book to have students who are doing AP history in New Jersey read because it puts things in perspective that are otherwise completely covered up That's and right. a false narrative is painted on top of it. And what they're teaching is, oh, Confederate bad, they're racist, which is not true. <clears throat> Thornbush says something yeah. here. Uh, maybe you can elaborate on it. He says, you know, I have no idea that the that everything that you're talking about was underneath the Statue of Liberty in all those those slave camps, but What's the 80 acres of hell near New York? Was that like another death march? Yes. So in New York, we have, I want to say it's up in, it's, it's uh, Elmira, I believe. There is the, um, there is a monument there. And there's also Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill is the cemetery that houses the bodies. There is a monument too. And what that is, is it has the uh, Confederate veterans because New York had a prison and the, the monument remains. And they actually had, believe it or not, uh, a person who was, he was a former slave down south. He ended up going up north. And instead, what they put him in charge of was burying the dead. And because he cared and he had a heart, he buried his former Southerners. And one of them, one of the, uh, I believe it was one of the families that he was part of, um, he had to bury the body of one of the veterans who died. So, you know, that occurred there. And, oh, Mark is here. How are you, Mark? 
And what happened so, um, is, uh, you know, that, that happened there. And we do have ceremonies that occur there. People are unaware that there are – there is a chapter of the United Doors of Confederacy in New York. There's also a chapter in New York City of the Sons of Confederate Veterans. And it's a great experience. You know, they're, they're very proud of it. Now they're pretty much in hiding because, of, you know, people threatening this and that. People also forget the fact that there's a town in New York called Townline, and this town had actually seceded from the Union – did not officially join back until 1940s during World War II, almost 100 years after the war between the states. You go there now, you'll still see the rebel flag flying. You'll see the third national flag flying there because they really cared about it. So not all northern states were like that. But New York was really brutal. New Jersey was really brutal to Confederate veterans before Delaware. Delaware was. And I think that when you talk about you know, the experience they had there – it's one that we forget about, and that's just sad because this was still a veteran. It's a prisoner of war. You know, it wasn't right what happened to the veterans down south, but they did the best they could to try to care for them the best they could, as opposed to up north where you had the resources, but you're like, guess what? You're choosing not to feed them. You're choosing not to clothe them. So that's where I, I really get fed up with and I get annoyed with is that that is wrong. And because, you know, Union, they rewrote a lot of the stuff, what they call the Yankee narrative. It's just, oh, ignore what we did, but look at them. They did right. this stuff. Like the North, it, well, the Carolina Redneck over here just joined us. Uh, the North wasn't against the South, it was the government. Well, yeah, we're talking about the deep state back then that forced all these soldiers to go to war over, over quote-unquote slavery and invading and, and uh, you know, the greatness of the Union. And, uh, you know, we should take out these Confederate dogs. Meanwhile, they're, they're, they're our brother or our sister. Yes, I mean, and TJ, uh, he brings up a great point. Uh, TJ brings up a great point on the fact that there was also what you called Southern sympathizers. And what that was, was people from the North. They were not Yankees. They truly felt sorry for what was going on. They knew it was the war that should never have happened. And what happened was, you know, you had a situation where they were like, this is wrong. Why is this happening? And then what happened was they said, you know what? We're against this. This is wrong. There was also censorship where Stonewall Jackson had wrote a publication and that was talked about in the SCV chat. What happened was if you were caught in possession of that book, confiscated, there was a huge chance you were going to jail for that. If you stood against what was going on, these veterans or these not veterans, they wouldn't call them back then. They are veterans. These Southerners, if this is wrong here, treating these Southerners, if you were caught saying something like that or did activism like that, guess what? Your freedom of speech did not exist. You were thrown in jail with them. And that actually happened. The, um, the camp, and I'm blanking on the name. I really should have gotten my book, Prison Pens of the North. But the camp, that the prison that was housing uh, Confederate veterans uh, where the Supreme Court is built, that one had a case where they had a young girl, I believe it was a young woman, who was even in there. And they also had another person that was in there who was sympathizers. Some of the camps had a lot of sympathizers. And the camp, they were overcrowded. Disease was rampant. The biggest killer during the war between the states was disease. And you got to remember... Uh, that what happened? Ignore the trolls that are in here, guys. Uh, yeah, y'all in the chat need some sweet tea. Um, <laughs> sweet tea and just got to about losing the war. How about this? Um, since Mark is on here trying to say that stuff, um, losing the war is one thing, but did you, did we really lose the war or did we really lose it together as a nation? You see, because the Everyone say were the ones, the government were the ones that kind of, you know, plotted and ployed us against each other. That told people to go and die for their country. The same way they tell soldiers right now to go overseas and die for their country. Um, 
It's the same thing. You know, and, and whether it be South or North, there were people, good people on both sides. We all know that. It's not, the entirety of the North wasn't bad. The entirety of the South wasn't bad. But the ones that were brainwashed to go and fight and kill the people down South or vice versa. I mean, in my opinion, the South had to react to the North. And since the South, quote-unquote, lost, I don't really think they lost. Because look at what's going on right this second. Secession is inevitable. Texas is one of the biggest patriotic states the Northerners are flocking to. Same thing with Florida. Same thing with Mississippi. I mean, we, the North, really lost. We lost out now. Because we, we have the failure to still understand the atrocities of what our government is doing to us. What Murphy and Cuomo and Wolf, what these morons in Massachusetts are still doing to this day. If you ask me, the North really lost at this point. You know, and that's, that's the problem a lot of people don't get. They study history. Yeah, you guys lost the war. Well, look at China. You know how many times China lost? Against, you know, you know, like how many times North Korea lose? How many times did Venezuela lose? How many times did Germany lose? But yet here Germany is. Here Venezuela is conquering its own people again. You know, like, here is Europe as a whole. They all lost, regardless of what side they were on. You could barely, you could basically say Europe was in a civil war. Yes. You know, like, England always was against France. France against England. Italy against, uh, 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 what's it called, Greece. Greece against uh, uh, Turkey. Like, like you can keep going. Um, everybody has their own reasons for war. And they listen to the wrong people or they listen to the right people. Listen, I'll, I'll put it to you guys like this. Whatever your reason is for joining the military or whatever your reason is to go to war, make sure it's a moral and just cause. And you can never be wrong. Regardless of what the, of what the, the government tells you, if you feel in your heart that you're fighting for freedom, then go fight for freedom. Okay? But don't let the government brainwash you and take away your own independent thought to question them either. You have to have the ability to pick and choose your battles. And that's something that, vet, that soldiers, unfortunately, do not have the luxury of doing sometimes. And I feel bad. You know, like we the people forged this document, right? The founding fathers, the Benedict Arnolds of the British tyrants. And thank God, um, whether it be this flag or the Confederate flag, I think the founding fathers would be actually pretty proud of the South. For doing what they did and knowing what we know, um, there is no mistake about that. You know, on the on the brighter side of things, I I still find it ironic that the North wants to bastardize the South. Meanwhile, the North is completely unconstitutional, has allowed these totalitarian governors to do whatever they freaking want to us. They're the ones passing all these red flag laws. They're the ones passing all the anti Second Amendment laws, and we're supposed to be proud of this. I mean, seriously. And if you want to talk about the North, yes, I'll include California. Yes, I'll include Oregon. Yes, I'll include Michigan. Yes, I'll include Illinois and Ohio and all these places that were once great places to go. Now look at them. And you, get, and you guys are telling me that I need to be proud of that? No way. Look, I'm a New Yorker by birth. I'm a New Jerseyan by, by citizenship. Well, you know, I don't feel like I'm an American anymore. 
you know, because because uh, I've been outcasted here, mm -hmm. and that and you're telling me whoever this stupid troll is that I'm supposed to be proud of that. I don't think so. It's yeah. not and exactly right. The Carolina redneck says the South had it right with Trump, and the North fucked it up. They did. So. Infinite Juran said, what's the other flag that looks like a Confederate flag with stars going around in a circle? That is a relentless patriot flag I think you're talking about. That one? That is our logo. Of and you sell it. You sell His store, by the way? I, I do sell it online. Yes, amazing please. stories. Guys, I'll announce it again, but it's also in our, uh, our you know, description up top. When you go to our page on Instagram or Facebook. But yeah, www.therelentlesspatriotsapparel.com. Um, you can find a lot of cool stuff there. I have a whole bunch of different types of flags. Pretty soon I'm coming out with a Civil War series, a Confederate series, a uh, Founding Fathers series. Um, I have a lot of anti-liberal stuff. I love it. And a lot of stuff for veterans. Um, first don't foremost, tell me that. I'll be going on. Don't tell me that. I'll be going on there by. <laughs> you can buy whatever you want, sir. I appreciate man, the support. Just know. Man, the last time. Provide a discount for veterans. Okay. The last time that somebody had to go on their website and order stuff, I had a thousand dollars worth of merchandise. Appreciate it. All right, so I have a giveaway coming up for these right here. Okay, I actually have these. Most of these are all mostly except for ones is nice. the Ozark Trail, which is this one. This is Ozark Trail. Um. Mossy Oak has teamed up with me to do a giveaway on some knives. Not only that you're going to get a four set of the Mossy Oak, but you're also going to get one extra of the uh, Ozark Trail. Not only that, you're going to get what's inside this box. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So this is a Smith & Wesson box, and it tells a little story on the back about Smith & Wesson. That is cool. Um, Smith and Wesson usually we me, me and Smith and Wesson usually don't do giveaways, but they also team them with me to do giveaways for our injured veterans. Um, every night said that I give away the money they donate money to homeless veterans, which is pretty awesome. So this box here has. A very special custom knife inside of it. Oh, don't show me that, please. Don't. Oh, nice. All right, so how much do you want and when I can get it from you? And uh, uh, take my money? Um, No. All all this is all <laughs> it's, all this is going to be all free giveaway. That is awesome. That's well, awesome. Where are you doing this giveaway? Are you doing it on your own uh, Instagram uh, profile? Or do you want to do it on... Um. I was thinking about doing it on Instagram. I have another phone set up for Facebook and do it through Facebook as well. Um, but for now, for y'all like respecting our military, I'm gonna send you a personally set of these and the American flag knife. Please, uh, listen. You want my address? I will. <laughs> I'll send it to you. And, and whatever money. If you wanna. Some of the, these knives here that you can put it, you can put your belt loop through. It's got holes for the belt loop in a case. I will show you the knives. That's excellent.
a wood grain handle going through it. And these knives are used for hunting and fishing, or just showing off to your buddies. That's totally fine, too. I got a skinning knife that's very uh, closely related to that one that you got. I like this is a stainless steel throwing knife. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Very infinite, nice. Infinite uh, gyron, absolutely. When you learn the truth about history, you know that many be lying. That's right. And Infinite Gyron brought up a great point about how they're teaching history in, because um, they're from, I believe, Boston. That's right. Uh, they teach South Bad People. So I, I also want to ask, uh, in, so Boston, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, a lot of you are not aware, they're actually, they put a petition in there to change the flag because I think the flag of Massachusetts is offensive because it says we rule by the sword and it has a sword logo. I, I cannot. <laughs> you rule by the sword. What sword is that exactly? I, I mean, like <laughs> rule by the sword. What are you? What are you? What are you? King Arthur? <laughs> I, I, I just, that just jogged my memory. Cause I remember there was something that was on my mind about Massachusetts and which by the way, people who don't know this are lovely <laughs> term used very loosely. Governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, is from Massachusetts. Yes, he is. I don't know. He's what a carpetbagger. Prime example of what a carpetbagger is is someone who comes up north and comes down south to wreck uh, a state. That's exactly what he's doing in New Jersey as he's plundering in the ground. Much like and uh, me and Frankie have taught, like, we've talked about this before, and I'm not going to be on the dead horse, but at certain rallies you go to, we get yelled at for flying flags. You got yelled yes, at for your do. flag and said, join or die. I got yelled at for flying even the... I never brought the flag in Mississippi, but I brought the battle flag. You shouldn't have that here. Shame on you, this and that, not knowing that Trump supports the flag. The other thing that's really funny is those same people who are all upset are now moving to South Carolina because they can't take New Jersey. I'm like, wait a minute. I said, I do not think you should be allowed to do that because you didn't stick up for New Jersey and be tough here. So you were a rhino here. You're going to move down south. I hope you're not going to rhino up that state. That, 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 well, that's what they usually do. Remember, the north invades the south, right? Yep. Tenfold. And, and in terms of California, nothing more than a bunch of northern communists that fled out west for, you know, for uh, fortune and glory. And meanwhile, they're not happy with what they got out there. No. Even like uh, states like my favorite is uh, you'll see the more west coast, which I really feel bad for, you do have, which is really good because after the war between the states, you had veterans that went over and lived there. Um, you will, you do have chapters of SCV and UDC there, but they're secretive, for, rightfully so. We have some monuments California took took our uh, our cemetery monument. We had a, a marker, and I think it was Hollywood Cemetery, honoring the Confederate dead that were buried there. They removed that monument after it got vandalized, which is crazy. So we don't have access to that anymore. Other um, states, which I know Hawaii is a really good example. There's a chapter of SCV in Hawaii because there was a ship called the Shenandoah, and that was one of the most successful military ships that was made during the war between the states. Ten percent of its crew was Hawaiian, so it was diverse. Hawaiians supported the Confederacy, and their ancestors are alive today in Hawaii that are part of this group. So that ship was going around. It actually surrendered in, uh, in England. <laughs> it surrendered in England. So England and the museum, they had the, the, it was the second national flag. They did not have the third national flag because while they were sailing, the flag had changed. So they surrendered with the, uh, the second national flag, the stainless banner. Um, and that is at the museum that talks about the Shenandoah ship. In uh, Britain, I forgot. Carolina Rednecks, you are absolutely right. Oh, yeah. The government oh, is yeah. afraid right. of the South. Yes, they are. They're afraid of patriots. They are, yes, And they, they did are. the same thing after the war. When There's a really good video. If you go on YouTube, it's called um, 
shoot, it's one of the older videos of uh, Sons of Confederate Veterans. It's a few accounts that have videos. Now there's a one large one. The older one, it's a three, four years old. They talked about the original Klan. And this is not the hate group that we know today. It's very different. The purpose of this group was to not only help widows and the wounded, but also to push out the martial law that was unlawful, get back some of your constitutional rights, and make the South a better place, because that's what happened, is they were being exploited while being under a martial law. And that gets completely rewritten out of history, and they change it, which is crazy, because if you look at what... Now there's that one hate group. There are Confederate veterans who had documented evidence. They were against the KKK. You have um, Nathan Bedford Forrest, who denounced hatred, who denounced the KKK, and said, you have no place being here. Leave, because the Hate group KKK was from the north. You know, man, this is for this is what I'm going to say because <laughs> I know it's getting late. But please, guys, for anyone that's still listening out there, do your best to reach out to these two individuals and those that are in this chat group. You know, like there's a ton of history. There's a ton of knowledge. Please, again, we're going to do this again, okay? Every single week on either a Sunday or a Saturday. Uh, I will let you guys know before we go live, at least, you know, maybe a couple hours in advance. But we must keep talking about this and shed the light on the truth because that will truly set not just us free, but us free from the tyrants in these school systems. How best we educate, how best we discuss things, is what we have to start doing for real. It's the only way we can help change the narrative. The more we can do this together, the more we can truly understand what our government has done to us. They are the original dividing conquerors. Not, not we the people. Even though there's some big business interests right now, the crony capitalists, whatever you want to call them, um, that clearly have all this advertising that you see about obeying, about conformity, about being a good, quote-unquote, American citizen, which that's not exactly true. You don't got to get the vaccine. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to agree with everything Joe Biden says or Kamala Harris says. You don't have to agree with anything to do with this communist regime. It, remember, for those of you that's, that believe in the South, and that believe the true version of history. That the invading north is eminent. Right? The red coats are coming. Well, I say the blue coats are coming. And the blue Democrats are coming. And the rhinos. coats are coming. They're all coming. And if we cannot unite together as a nation against this agenda, then truly divided we will fall. We must stand strong. We must be able to say no to this regime. To say no to the agenda. We have to be willing to help our Confederate soldiers and wounded warriors. You know, because there still are tons of patriots out there that are down south. And people up here, my message to you is get yourself educated, for Christ's sake. Stop being so ignorant, <laughs> yeah. dumb, deaf, and blind to the reality yeah. is of what this country truly is about and how it was really formed. So, um, guys, any, My any final thoughts from uh, Vinny? You can go first uh, before we head to bed here, but please, sir, go ahead. My thought is 
the south will rise again. My main thought is the Confederates, the, even though we lost a lot of Confederate soldiers, there's still Confederate soldiers that are still alive. When World War Three hits, the South is coming back. And I pray, pray in God that it does because I got plenty of ammo and I got plenty of <laughs> firearms. <laughs> Well said, uh, very good preacher. Go ahead. <laughs> that was well summed up, uh, Frankie. I always love doing this with you. We're here together. We're in this together. And the main message here that I hope would is present is that we need to unite. I, I spoke with um, John before, and I mentioned the fact that when we have the United Daughters of the Confederacy, it didn't start as that. It started as two strong women that did the right thing with veterans, and they were able to unite, hence the term United Daughters of the Confederacy. They came together, they put any differences aside, that's what us patriots need to do, and I tell everyone, get together, rally together, have flagging events, we're all peaceful, all of our flag, like I had my event, we're peaceful, guess what, haters, we, we sent them with love, we just waved goodbye, we love you, have a great day, which is hard to do, but it's the right thing to do, we're not going to be like them and be crazy and violent, and I think what everyone needs to do is, anyone who is able and I don't. I won't even say willing. What you need to do is anyone who is able needs to join Sons of Confederate Veterans, United Daughters of the Confederacy. If you're not able, join uh, the SCB as a friend because we offer a friends option. You are entitled to an excellent magazine, Confederate Veteran. You get all your information that you will never be taught in this magazine. Wow. And you get it whether you're a member or just a friend. So that is my own piece of advice to everyone and just to keep educating yourself. Next time you, oh, yeah. next time we have a chance to meet face to face, I will, I will probably steal that from your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> join our chapter as a friend. We're doing a. So. <laughs> this whole thing with the Confederate, not I completely understand it because, like I told y'all, I support it, and I want to show you all one more thing before this live ends. I picked this up from a yard sale. If y'all are really good friends with Mr. Stonewall Jackson, you would love this. Holy Wow, very nice. Where did that come from? That came from a yard sale. I picked it up at a yard sale for $1.50, cleaned it up. Well, we got to get this knife giveaway going. I mean, <laughs> listen, whatever you want for that. <laughs> you got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, wow. Here's the, here's the plaque that it sits on. Very interesting. Is that a, is that an heirloom you think, or is that like a replica of a? That's very. I'm not sure. I didn't really do a whole lot of history on it. Only reason I really did buy it is because I thought at first it was Robert E. Lee on the blade. Because I'm a big fan of Robert E. Lee, and I'm like, hmm, nope, that's not Robert E. Lee. That's the Will Jackson. I'll buy it anyway. <laughs> My guess it's a replica. Yeah. It's a pretty damn good replica. But uh, Rob, I mm -hmm. reach out to you about that knife, sir. I, I like <laughs> I like that knife in the box. I like it. it it's like wow, it's America all over it. Well, like uh, I said, man, if if you and Vinny would like to have a set of the four five knives along with the American flag, give me your address. I'll get a hold of my buddy. We'll ship everything out next week. Granted, sir. <laughs> Guys, I'm, you know what? I'm actually glad that we had some more guests on. Usually, it's me going on a tirade. 
in terms of the Constitution and in terms of what's going on. And uh, very happy to have both you on here. And uh, let's do it again soon, guys. And I will definitely help out with your uh, website as well. I mean, I do got a wallet for cash. <laughs> 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 like I said, hoodies, t-shirts, uh, we have, um, we also have tactical stuff, so satchel bags, um, rifle slings, stuff like that, and again, do you, most, do you, do you still, um, do you have anything big enough for a Barrett 50 cal to fit inside of? <laughs> That's a good question, I actually do, well, there, there, there's certain things that I do sell that probably will. Um, I also sell small little decals that you could probably put on your rifle, on your whatever, or on your wall, whatever you want. I also make uh, oversized ones, customary on the side. So if you guys have something in mind, whether it be Confederate flag or whatever you want, um, I can make that for you as a vinyl piece. You could gladly put on your truck or your wall at home. Anything that's a good surface. But um, and that's what that's what I that's what I used to do for a living. Now I'm using my talents to uh, promote freedom. And that's what we have to do. You know, right now our our freedoms are being taken away. We can't let that happen as relentless patriots. I got it. I even got it on my mojo. Oh, I think TJ wants to come in and say a a few final words. Yeah, let let up uh, TJ up in here. He's a good friend of mine. He's pretty cool. Carolina Redneck. I'm gonna try to patch you in here. Let's see. Let's see here. Uh, I think he has to request. Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. TJ, how you doing, sir? See if you can get on here. That's pretty cool. Instagram allows us to have like four people now. Four, right? At once as opposed to before. And... About damn time, you slow folks. <laughs> get with the time already, will you? Jesus. <laughs> I think it's funny that you have two guys talking to two guys. There's the Carolina Redneck, TJ. Or the. Dude, I like that flag behind you, man. Thank you. <laughs> also like his flag behind him too. Oh yeah, this one this one represents the grin of freedom against the communist regime. Um this is the piece that I designed and um now this is our official battle flag if we ever had to go to battle. But the, the real one the joiner died on it. You know, it's he's a, got a website, TJ. We sell we how sell much y'all selling for? The original Patriot, and um, that's what we stand. That's our standard, guys. Like we are all patriots, and um, we love our country, and we're willing to stand by and protect it. Uh, know, TJ asked, "How much flags? The, how much do they go for?" Um, these particular ones, and these are actually three by fives, and they come in a smaller size too, I believe. Um, they're they're not they're not expensive at all. They're between twenty to thirty bucks, and okay. I have different types of flags on the website. Um, Oh, I, I even also have, you know, political ones with Trump 2020. Um, I, you know, the basic ones that you probably saw during rallies and stuff. We also sell those. You got any uh, Confederate ones? We, I think I might have one left on there. If not, then we probably sold out. Um, I'm working on finding a vendor who's actually willing to freaking do it up here. But it's very difficult, one. obviously. If you, if you know one, let me know. And I'll there's, there's, I, I found one. Y'all are going to love this. Yeah, I want to... Yeah, I want to... Uh, I kind of want that that patriot symbol in the background right there, but with the uh, stars and bars going behind it. Oh, that'd be sick! You know what? I'll I'll make one up for you, and then uh, I'll sell it. I'll buy the hell out of that. I mean, I'll pay money for that for real quick. <laughs> There's a designer in Flemington that will uh, 
I found it, it, another one. I mean, it's it. not only that; it's unique, and it, it's it something is. that like most people don't know you can get. You know, you can't get shit like that. So no, you can't. This is something that um, last year I became. I want that. I want that symbol behind you. You will have that one right there. I want that, and I want the stars and the cross and the Saint Andrew's cross behind it. Listen, and behind wish, the face. Wish granted. I will get. I will get to work on it this week, and I'll have. I'll pay for. I, I will definitely just let me know, dude. I'll pay for it. One hundred percent. I support all this. You know, look, this is a growing movement in terms of what this is about. Um, not many people can do what I can do, and. I want people to do what I can do. I want people exactly. to have a copy of this damn book. I want people exactly. to understand what's in there. And I want people to understand that being a patriot is not a bad thing. You know, and to, and to, and to talk to our brothers and sisters that love this country. And to forget those that hate it and don't appreciate it. Or don't realize the importance of the history of how it was founded and made. Um... And definitely pick this up. Vinny gave this to me the other day. But I was reading from it earlier. Um, what is that? This is actually a volume. Um, it's by Donald Livingston, Why the War Was Not About Slavery. I have to, I have to read that. And, um, is it good? Yeah. Oh, good. yeah. A lot of extra it information in there that I did not know about. Um, the SCV makes them, and the SCV store, I believe, uh, sells them on there. What I do is we... Uh, and I'm trying to get my camp to pick up the bill to get more. We're trying to get some more in bulk because they sell them. So when we do recruiting or when I do fly years events, it's great to hand out. So if you have someone who's willing to have that discussion, like we actually, I remember, I don't know if you remember, yeah. right, we had one car. I don't know if they are part of BLM or something, but they actually were really good guys. And we yeah. told them, hey, like this is not against, Southern is not a color, it's a way of life. You know, we're very inclusive. It's a heritage. It's a heritage. I explained it to them, and they were actually kind of like, wow, this is interesting. And he even said, I know that the war wasn't about slavery. I'm like, here's some more information on it. And I gave him my handout that I made. Yeah, it was, a, it was amazing. They were, they it was were great. If people, the, uh, if people from the Democrat. North came down here, they would realize how many black people actually hang out with people who fly Confederate flags. And how many And also flags. black people that fly Confederate flags. Yes. Yes. They do it all the time. I see it everywhere around here. There are black people with the, on their trucks. And they will have cam camouflage fucking overalls on and shit. And the motherfucker will get out the damn truck. What you doing, Which boy? Point? And they will slip it out of the dip. And I'm like, oh, that's a black dude, man. Shit, I didn't see that one coming. Damn. Which is the hysterical part. And then people up here are like, oh, those are race traders and Uncle Tom's. How about you just appreciate the fact where you're from? It's because it ain't about racism. It's about, it's just where you're from. Yes, and your ancestors and your your heritage, your family history, which you're, it's a blessing to know that. And like, I mean, look, you, you shouldn't got, be ashamed of it. You shouldn't apologize for your history. That is just so, like, so crazy how people, like, they want you to say, oh, I'm embarrassed by my ancestors. Heck no, I'm proud of my ancestors. Right. I'm not, I'm not yeah, embarrassed at all about mine. Not black, not white, not American. They had what flag, Vinny? They were rocking what? Oh, so Donald? TJ, yeah. I'm not going to name who it was, but people know I'm talking about. There is two men that have worked. One of them, his saying was, not white, not black American. However, he was saying no Confederate flags allowed in his group. However, he was flying the Pan-African flag. I mean, what's that about? Celebrating Juneteenth when he yells at us for celebrating Confederate Memorial Day. That, that's a rhino. That's a beyond a rhino. That's a hypocritical rhino. <laughs> well, not only that, it's, well, first of all, we're in America. 
Second of all, I'm pretty sure that the Confederate and American, or, you know, Union War happened in America, so they're both American flags, in my opinion. And it's all red, white, and blue. Meanwhile, you uh, append the Pan-African flag. Yeah, that's really... Uh, so that, yeah, that right. had nothing to do with anything in this country, so nothing I don't even know why Americans. that... It's a whole different nation. And my favorite my favorite thing is all the arguments they throw at us, they fly that flag and I'm like, wait a minute, that is such a hypocrite thing to do. How could you tell someone your ancestors are, are horrible, this and that, but then you celebrate Juneteenth when you further attack our Confederate heritage and history? I'm like, no, dude, that's a no. That is an automatic that's no. That's a big, that's a big... You should not be running for Senate. You should not be... He's mm -hmm. this person's trying to run for Senate. What's yes. not to say that he's gonna turn around and say, Oh, I support a bill that'll strip the monuments or hurt our monuments. Shame on you is what I want to tell that person. But yet they but yet they don't even realize their own ancestors enslaved themselves way yes. before white people and Absolutely. got a hold of them. The Absolutely. first slave trader in the United States was a black man and it, his last name was Johnson. I forgot And the that was in what, sixteen oh nine? Sixteen oh nine. He was doing that way before the so called bad white man. I love both the American flag and the Confederate. I'm more of a Confederate guy, but don't get me wrong. I do, I do support our troops. I do. Yes. Um, it's all red, white, and blue. It I is. do. What the, so the I'm not a big fan of the flag that itself, like the American flag, mainly because of the people who flow under it destroyed my history, and that's the probably the only reason. Um, I, I did, I did have a much, I do support our troops, yes, 100%, but the flag itself, I'm, I'm sorry, I just, they've, they've, uh, the people that fly that flag has screwed my, my ancestors up, man, I mean, it sucks. And we're still fighting, we're still fighting for the right to, you know, for our monuments, we're fighting for even cemeteries, my favorite is people say, Oh, it belongs in a museum or a cemetery? Here's the problem. Cemeteries are being attacked. What happened in Hollywood Cemetery is a prime example completely dispelling what they're telling us about moving our monuments because they're not protected. The second exactly. thing is you have the United Orders of Confederacy's headquarters, which technically is in a way a museum because you go there to learn and it's an active headquarters. It's an active monument. That was targeted. No justice was done. And we lost a flag that was hanging inside of there. It wasn't flying outside. What so was that uh what was that place where they defaced that uh, freaking World War II monument where they had all the names of the uh, people that died on the gravestones? And it was like, and it was near a waterfall. And people were fucking breaking it and hitting it with hammers and shit. Trying to chisel it. They destroyed one in New York. They also had another one. It was the one in Georgia, which is a lion. It's all of the Confederate dead veterans. They vandalized it multiple times with paint and spray paint. <laughs> Oh this God. is the point that nothing is safe. There is no legal protections. There, and you have these rhinos that say, oh, I support some monuments, but where's your actions to back it up because they don't even have a set of balls to do it? I will stick with the Confederate flag. Yeah, same here. I will. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, I don't I don't hate the American flag. I don't. It's. It, I don't have anything against it. It's just... When the when the people who fly that flag respect my ancestors and my history, and you're okay. Then I'll respect that. that. That's exactly it. And I respect Boom. someone that respects their their history. If you put my monuments history. back up, then I'll fly your flag. Bam! There you Amen. go. I I completely agree with that, TJ. Because in the same thing is that like right? I'm not. And when I Robert E. Lee, come on. Robert I'm not Lee. hitting on anyone. I'm not hitting on anyone who flies a Pan-African flag. What I have a problem with is that when you tell me it's wrong to fly your Confederate flag to any of the CSA nationals or the battle flags, but then you'll go and fly yours and say that yours matters yeah, more than ours. Culture. That's the message you're sending. Exactly. Democrat bullshit, rhino bullshit. But, um, 
All I want to say this before we go is God bless you all. And let's reconvene next week on the week on Saturday night or whatever. We can talk more. I wish everybody well. And uh, thank you guys for thank you. what you're doing. Thanks for letting me on here, man. Thank Take you. Take care, everyone. And stay relentlessly. Follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriotsapparel.com.